This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, hello Allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Child protection is an issue that affects all of us, and today we're going to be finding out what the Sharjah Child Protection Department is doing to tackle some of the biggest issues that are a threat to our kids. Joining us live in the studio in just a moment will be Hanadi Al-Yafi'i, Director of the Child Safety Department, to talk us through the various campaigns and initiatives that they are running and how we can all make a difference to the safety of our kids. That's next. You do not want to miss it on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. The Child Safety Department was launched in 2011 as Child Safety Campaign, an initiative of the Supreme Council for Family Affairs in Sharjah. In October of last year, Her Highness Sheikha Jawahir bint Muhammad al-Qasimi, wife of His Highness, the ruler of Sharjah and chairperson of SCFA, issued an administrative decision to establish the Child Safety Department to further the campaign's vision, mission and objectives that look to promote awareness on children's safety, protection and social stability and ensure that they are physically and psychologically healthy in a stable and secure family environment. I can't think of a a more important mission. And here to tell us more, we welcome into the LifeBeat studio Hanadi Aliafi, Director of the Child Safety Department. Welcome. Thank you very much for receiving us today. So great to have you, Hanadi, here today. And, you know, what an important topic to really start off with. Tell us a bit more uh, about the Child Safety Department, how it all started in 2011 with that campaign, the Child Safety Campaign, and where it's really grown to since. Um, It all started uh, since 2011 as a campaign uh, under Her Highness Sheikha Jawahar bint Muhammad al-Qasmi, wife of His Highness the ruler of Sharjah, the chairperson of the Supreme Council for Family Affairs. And since then, we, we've been starting doing campaigns, uh, videos, uh, research about everything that about child safety. Uh, but then in 2018, in October, last October, mm. um, the campaign got promoted to a department due to the achievements and uh, um, the large, uh, like, I mean, um, the so many um, effective um, work that we do during the past years. Uh, so now it is officially uh, from Child Safety Campaign. Um, it is a child safety department under the Supreme Council for Family Affairs in Sharjah. And we seek raise awareness to children's safety, protection, and social stability in the community. Our goal to ensure that all children are safe in an environment, uh, either at home or in a mall or in, in the school or wherever the, the child is, we make sure that he is stable, he is safe. Do you know, before this, I was just on the show with the Morning Majlis and uh, Omar Al-Busaidi asked a question. He said, so what do we mean when we're talking about a child? And in fact, I mean, 
he may have been um, asking a question that seemed silly at the time, but now actually I'm thinking we kind of need to define this. When we're talking, you know, about a child who is in danger, what does that actually mean? What does it look like? What are the kind of things, uh, you know, that you see as a department that really, uh, you know, are, are causing uh, such danger? I mean, there are things that come to mind that are so obvious to us, yeah. you know, but there are others where parents are being neglectful but they don't realise that they are being neglectful. So take us through the kind of situations that we're, that we're talking about here. I'll mention like a few um, examples that we as parents may not notice that we are putting ourselves, the child, in, in danger, such as um, a child in a balcony, not a safe balcony, for example, or a not secured window in a flat, uh, a child not putting a, a, a seatbelt, a newborn not being put in, in a car seat when he's just out of the hospital. Um, bullying, very example, uh, very uh, like it's an example as well when we um, neglect the child and um, when we know that he's bullied at school and we don't react. That's all a kind of uh, uh, examples that we put our children in danger and we have to react. How do we react? As a department, we do initiatives, we do videos, we talk to the parents through uh, workshops, uh, we do interactive workshops with the children themselves, which is um, like not a routine uh, lecture. It is a workshop that has toys, that has paintings, that has games, video games, where we teach them uh, the basic of, for example, online safety, how to create a, a strong password how to report an incident. That's, you know, it's interesting that you talk about that because that just, uh, the, the the online world has just added a whole layer of, you know, uh, things where we need to be aware for our children and we need to help them to understand what it is to be safe online. But I want to go back to the very first campaign uh, at, that you alluded to there. You know, it was all about seatbelts. And child safety in vehicles, which is so important. And this, of course, happened. You you were having these uh, conversations um, with the Ministry of Interior before the law came into place. True, we were having uh, correspondences with the with the ministry back in 2011, and then um, <clears throat> that means that this subject is very important even before the law was there, and that again. Uh, we're lucky to have Her Highness. She has a vision of um, of giving us the direction, what's important and what do we have to focus on. So since 2011, we were uh, tackling that issue of the car seat um, and the seatbelt and the importance of having it as parents. And we distributed over 900 car seats back then in 2011 to the hospitals and to the new mothers. And you distributed 900 car seats. Yeah, back in 2011. But That's then when the, when the, with the amendments of the law in 2017 in May, we relaunched the same initiative, the same subject in a new identity, in a new look where we get the children themselves involved in the street with the police. And we had the, we made it look real. We had um, like injuries in their faces. While they distribute the brochure, children were actually have a face painting with the injuries. Wow. That just to create an emotional effect for the drivers when they pass by, they would, they were just freaking out looking at that, those children. So the child himself were talking about the law, about the new law to the driver, and we got a very positive reaction from the drivers at that day. This is when we launched, uh, we relaunched the new um, 
again, the same subject with the law. And we distributed more than up to now 300 car seats for the needy family, new mothers in the hospitals, um, handicapped <coughs> and different entities, uh, also with the taxis at Sharjah Airport. So us distributing those car seats means that we want to, to be a role model in, in, in the whole Emirates by creating those initiatives for the families to start buying themselves the car seat. Once the mother like start buying her essentials for the baby, new baby, the car seat is very important as well to start thinking of. Absolutely, because the, the funny thing is, you know, I come from Australia. It's central. It's not even it's not even a thought because it's been part of the culture for some time, you know, and we're starting that conversation now. Now we have the laws in place. Um, but this is so vital. It's so important that exactly. I love that idea of the impact, you know, of the, the face paint and that kind of thing to because people sometimes we need to be we're human beings we need to be shocked into action that's what we used exactly the shocking uh, yeah initiative for that exact um, example yeah because uh, you know I, I remember um you know back home you would see you would see um very almost graphic kind of you know advertisements that would show you the impact of you know a child who is not buckled up not in their seat um and you know how that you know can unfortunately end up in a disaster that we do not want to see, which is why we're raising the subject again here today, you know, with you, Hanadi. And I, I, I love you so much and, and thank you so much for coming in because this is a very important conversation to have. We're going to be continuing that conversation with Hanadi in just a moment and particularly talking about the things that every single one of us can do. You don't have to have your own child who is in a car with you, whatever. It's all of us who see something going on with kids. We're going to tell you how you can be part of making sure that we prevent, you know, anything happening to our kids. More to come on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse95. 95. 95. We are in conversation with Hanadi Aliafai. She is the director of the Department for Child Protection here in Sharjah. And, um, you know, it's interesting chatting to you, Hanadi, about the fact that uh, Mother's Day is coming up. So happy Mother's Day to Thank you. Thank you. Kulam um, with But, you know, that is really important to kind of think about here. You being, you know, the director of the department. And the whole idea of trying to bring up awareness around issues to do with our kids. Um, you've got three kids of your own. Tell us a little bit about them. Um, I have uh, Sarah. She's 11. Mohammed, he's he just turned 10. And uh, Sheikha, she's 7. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. Allah them. But, you know, you were saying to me that um, you actually practice what you learn at work on them. Yes. How do you do that? Tell me. Uh that's why I have a passion to my job. I don't consider it a job. I actually learn a lot from uh, from this field because I have I'm a mother of children, and whatever I have at home, I I learn from them, and then I have ideas at work from them, and then whatever whatever issues I have with them, it might turn to an initiative at work, and I have another colleague who is a mother as well, so we keep talking about our children, which is really a very beautiful atmosphere at work where we were a mother and 
it's very like um, 100% relation with the house and the work. Right, yes. right. It's, you know, you're celebrating that part of you that is being a mom, that is having kids because it's not easy, is it? Yes, it is. Not. <laughs> and, you know, what are some of the things that you take from work that you practice on your kids? Give us, give us an example. Uh, for example, if my child would would come as talking about something that happened in class, mm. uh, a bullying, I will give her the technique and how to react and how to talk to that friend in a way I will not interfere with her with uh, with the teacher. I will first give her the confidence and go uh, uh, that she will go and talk about it and she will protect herself or she will defend herself in a good way, in a positive way. Where at the end they're in a class, they have to be friends. And uh, so we have to give them this uh, channel of um, of conversation. It will give them the trust. They will always come back to us if they face anything in their life. And if we don't start now at the age of five and six and seven years where the personality of the child is um, being uh, creating, uh, it, it will never happen later on. At the, uh, at the age of 10 or 11 or 12, the child is already has his own personality. It's difficult to, to put or add in any like spices in his personality. Right, right. I mean, you're, what you're saying is so right. That This is, you know, part of the whole thing here is starting those conversations early with our kids, making sure that we're available to them. You know, we talk about parenting here a lot and it's always about, you know, being there, being present and spending that time. So when something does happen and maybe they don't know if it's wrong, maybe it's something that's very clear, like cyberbullying, but maybe it's something else that goes on that they're not sure about, that they feel is wrong, but they can't really tell you why or how, then they'll come to you and tell you all about it. True, yeah. Mm. So, so once we create that conversation, the trust, the child will immediately come to you and, and be open and talk about what he feels yeah. and what he uh, what he thinks is like going wrong, might going wrong or going right. This is the number one priority that we have to think about and consider. Because once we um, break that or create a rejection by the child, either you're busy or you have something in your hand or the mobile in your hand, once you reject that child at that second, he will never come back to you. It will be difficult for him to come back again to you when he has a problem in future. So it's very important to at least like give them the, the time. Open up the channels yes, of communication. It's important. I love your uh, your method for getting them to buckle up. You know, uh, it amazes me the number of parents who say, you know, I can't get my children to get into a car seat. Well, it shouldn't be an option, but you use a great method. Tell me tell me how you do it. So I, I told you it's just like uh, I learned from them. They taught me how to put the car seat, uh, the, I mean the seat belt, because if I don't put it, they will not put it. Like for one time, I, I told them to put the seatbelt, but I was not wearing it. So which means they will copy you, whatever you do, you are the model for them. So actually, I, I always say that um, I learned from them. They're the one who let me put the seatbelt first, and then they just copied me and putting it. Because then, you know... The, it just got like solved. Yeah, exactly. We, when we empower the kids to be kind of the decision makers and, and, and we make them feel important and that, you know, this is a, like a, it's a mohimma, you know, in no, putting on the car seat is a big deal. So they take the lead, they teach us how to do it. And then, you know, that is a whole different way of looking at it and starting that conversation and forming those habits. Cause now I can't, I can't get into a car without putting a car seat on. I know it's weird. Like yeah. I can't, I can't move the car. So 
that's how we establish it. But talk to us about the second edition of um, the <coughs> Child Safety Department's campaign, which was all about child abuse. That's, this is important. Yeah, uh, it was. Um, the second edition was about child abuse. And um, it was in cooperation with the um, department, Social Services Department. And um, it was in 2015 to 16. Um, so we were like depending on workshops with the children one to one. Our mission was to uh, create an awareness by having those workshops, not necessarily having 100 uh, children in a hall, but a 20 child in one hall would be more effective than having just uh, a 50 or 100 uh, children exactly giving them more attention yes more attention focus group interactive with toys with things that will be interacted with and not just like powerpoint and we will read about from Uh, every um, age group has a tool you will deliver a message in a different tool or techniques what were the kind of messages that you were you know giving them at that moment child abuse is a very difficult topic to talk about so how did you go about approaching that with them with parents <clears throat> for example during the workshops um, we created a, just a 10 minutes talk so that they will not get bored and then um, we had someone who will teach them self-defense techniques mm-hmm. just teaching them for a certain age group I'm not talking about the very young like around uh, 10 and above how to to defend themselves if someone would um, come across in a mall or do something what is the weakness like areas in their face how to protect them um, what is their private circle uh, so it was very um, interactive giving them self-defense techniques as I said and uh, we created a video a mm-hmm. cartoon video that will mention uh, different examples with a child and how should he react when he face it Mm-mm-mm. I, I love this so much. We're going to come back, uh, Hanadi, after the half past headlines uh, to talk a bit more about what the kids learned, what the parents learned as well. and But more importantly, starting those conversations and realizing that we all have a part to play. We're going to give you a, a very special hotline number that you need to have with you at all times it's easy to remember one that you need to use if you see something we're going to be telling you why Uh, it's your responsibility to be part of it and to be more proactive more to come on life beats right after this this is pulse 95 you're listening to the life beats podcast Life Beats Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. We're back with Hanadi Al-Yafi'i talking child protection, all things child protection, uh, not just here in Sharjah. They are, of course, based here in Sharjah, um, but all over the UAE. And Hanadi, this is very important because, um, you know, it's the responsibility of everybody to, to think about the welfare of kids. Whether you have kids or not, it doesn't matter. Um, but we all have to be part of that. It has to be something that goes across the board um, that all of us look out for our kids. And, and something that we started talking about just before the break was, you know, the whole uh, issue of child abuse and dealing with that. Just kind of clarify for people when we're talking about child abuse, what are the things that um, you are targeting here? Uh, if we're talking about the child abuse, we're talking about the emotional abuse, physical abuse, um, sexual abuse, and neglect. Those are the, fo- uh, the f- four main uh, abuse we're talking about. Right. And um, 
the physical, uh, all those abuse will, uh, of course, will affect the child in a long term, not just a short term. So they they will uh, definitely need a long term treatment, depending depending on the case of that abuse. It, it it is vital. It is such you know it's a big topic in and of itself. But what you're doing is is vital as part of um, the uh, child protection department. You're raising awareness around the issue. You go into schools, you talk to kids, you also have campaigns um, where you talk to parents as well. So tell us a bit more about that. And because, you know, sometimes, um, uh, how do you say, you know, it can be difficult to start those conversations. So tell us about how you're breaking through that and, you know, what have been the results so far? Um. We're lucky to have the green light uh, by the Minister of Education to enter the schools uh, for conducting our workshops. Um, So we're allowed to go to private and government schools uh, talking about our topics. That is just about uh, creating awareness and uh, prevention about those type of uh, abuse that I've just uh, spoke about. And... um, we get a, a good reaction from the children and get in getting involved. Uh, most of the schools now starting uh, calling us to give workshops about mm. a certain subject that we raise and we tackle in the department, which is really good. Uh, creating this relationship between the department and the Ministry of Education or uh, the schools itself is, is very good, um, especially when it comes to the awareness. Yeah, it's vital. It is so important. We need to talk about the Wadima law because, uh, you know, this came into place uh, a couple of years ago, but now this has bigger implications in its uh, application. Just remind us about what the Wadima law is in case there are those who are listening to this and thinking for the first time, I don't know what you're talking about. What is that? Uh, Wadima law is uh, the child protection law in UAE that will emphasize on the basic um, law, basic uh, needs of the child what the child will, will need and what is his right uh, in UAE. And uh, it's there online if anyone would, would want to, to see the details of the law. It's there. Uh, it, it's been there for years now. Uh, the application of it just recently came and um, it's very important for us as adults, as employee, as parents, as uh, a person to be responsible in reporting any, any case that you would see um, about child abuse. It's the time now to to go and react. Not and it's just not just child abuse; it's neglect as well. Neglect as well, because yes. you know we started talking about this earlier. But you know, seeing kids hanging out of car windows, seeing kids hanging out of you know apartment windows or or villa windows or whatever it is, parents don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Too many times I have driven past parents in a car. And their child is hanging out the window. And I think to myself, I really want to say something. I'm burning inside. But I'm thinking to myself, should I say something? Is it going to make the father more angry? You know, I don't want to start something that is unnecessary. But you're saying that actually we need to start it. Yes, legally, we have to start. We are responsible. And if we don't talk, we are responsible. We will be like, we have to, uh, as per the law, we have to report any incident that is putting um, a child life in danger. And if we see an incident where the child is being um, neglected or being in a balcony, in a, in a bad way, you will, you will see that it is in danger. You have to report it by calling the Child Protection Hotline 800-700. 
800-700 is the number. The Child Protection Hotline is 800-700. Yes, that is the number. It's very easy number. You, you should also uh, teach the children that number. It's very important to, to aware them about that number in case of anything happen. They can immediately call. And it's just, it's, it's re- receiving uh, calls from all over the UAE, not just Sharjah. 24-7. Uh, 24-7. It, yep. it is under uh, the so- Sharjah Social Services Department. Mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, the Child Protection Hotline is there under the Social Services Department. It's important. So when somebody calls that line, then they will help you to deal with it in the best way possible. They they will either um, you know, arrange f- for somebody to come and see what's going on in that situation, right? They will immediately arrange for that. It's like an ambulance. So don't worry about the time. It will, um, they will deal with it. Mm. And you're, you just did a very good like thing by protecting that child life. It's so important because sometimes we think, should I be part of this? Should I not? Should I stay out of it? Should I not? You should always do something. Yeah, we should always. You Otherwise, see something, say something. We'll feel sorry for not reacting if something happened. We exactly. will always feel sorry about that. Exactly. This is so. This is vital. So, the, the, if you take nothing away from this conversation, but this particular number, you know, absolutely, we all have to do something. Something else uh, you were talking about, um, Hanadi, is that you know the the stranger danger that we have to alert our kids to. You know, being lured by <laughs> passersby. This has happened. You know, this has happened a couple of times. Thankfully, it happens less here in the UAE than yeah. in other places. But, you know, strangers stopping in cars and trying to lure kids into their cars and trying to drive off. Yes, it happens. Um, Not in UAE, like in a big deal, but um, our children travel a lot. They might be open to different nationality uh, across the world. So it's good to educate them and make them... um, know what is the techniques and how do they do they react if they have uh, such incident mm. so we created this um, social experiment in Sahara Mall and with the police um, that was just an experiment uh, that took place for five hours and we targeted around um, 26 children that was with the approval of their parent so the child did not know that there were cameras all around so we started uh, luring them with a like very small things like uh, chocolate and candies, you know, not very expensive things or not with the money. So that half, 50% of that target audience of the child, age group from four years to 14 years, 13 number of children came with us with a stranger without knowing who are we. So I'm just, I'm just getting chills, you know. I, I heard about this at the time, but I'm still, again, getting chills when I hear about this as a parent. The age group was four to fourteen. Yes. So different na- nationality. We would Arabs think, and non-Arabs. Yeah. We would think that a fourteen-year-old, a thirteen-year-old, a twelve-year-old, you would think by then, you know, they would know well enough not to go with someone who's a stranger. Particularly, you know, we do talk about this with our kids, but they can be lured. Yes, they can be easily lured. Um, that's why solving this is very easy. If we just give them that tip to our children, we will avoid that. Giving the technique or um, the skill of having the permission from the parent of doing anything. If we just educate our children in taking the permission of anything, for example, if someone come and would give my child something, my child will always come back to me to take the permission. She will always say, I will take the permission from my mother and I might come back. 
So by then, you will protect your child from getting back to that stranger. So it's very easy creating that conversation, um, skills of having the permission, of always talking to the parents. The child will never go to the stranger and will never open that door of going with that stranger. Always, always have that conversation with your kids. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's one of our very successful uh, experiment that yes. we did. Parents were calling us to repeat it, but it was just for one time thing, uh, just to create an alarm for the parent that your child, even if you repeat that over and over and over, like don't go with a stranger, for a certain of time, he's a child. He, he wants to explore. He forgets. So he will go to that stranger at one time. But if you give him the tool, the trust to come back always to you, he will never go back to that stranger. Or, or he will never even speak to that stranger. Yeah, we've got to, we, we have to have that conversation with our kids and, and to talk about that every day. Make sure that it, it's something that's always at the front of their minds. We're going to come back with you, Hanadi, in just a moment uh, and talk about your child safety uh, campaign survey, but also your cyber safety ambassadors initiative. This has just been launched on the, uh, the occasion of Emirati Children's Day. More on that next. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. We are back with Hanadi Al Yafi and talking child protection. Hanadi, we need to talk about your cyber safety ambassadors initiative. This is really important because online safety is just a whole new level. You know, when we talk about safety for kids, isn't it? So yes, talk to us about is. this. Uh, we started the third edition um, in 2017, where we um, educate children about how to be safe online and not stop th- stopping them because it's there. The technology is there. We can't stop them. This let's is be the honest. problem. You yes. know, I hear some parents going, oh, I've banned the iPad. I've banned this. I've banned that. Well, eventually they're going to get on it. They have to learn from now. Yes. And we don't want them it. to lie at the end and do things behind us. So, um, again, the trust issue, the conversation, it's very important, even in that uh, edition, uh, the online um, cyber safety. Uh, So, celebrating Emirati Children's Day, we launched the Cyber Safety Ambassadors Initiative. That is with a collaboration of the TRA, Telecommunications Regulatory Authority, and with the Ministry of Community Development, uh, Sharjah Police, and Khalifa Empowerment Program, Akhtar. So with those uh, those collaboration, we create a very strong initiative that we want to educate the children to be the speaker on our behalf and to be there and educate their classmates, they educate their peers and um, educate their friends about how important to stay safe online. It's okay to play video games. It's okay to chat, but be sure with whom you're chatting with in in the video games, uh, to whom you're giving your personal information. Is it necessary to give your name and your your age and your location and when? So uh, all that aspects is just like a basic for, for the child to learn. And they will learn all of that in this, this initiative. We are targeting age group from 10 to 18. Uh, so we will um, evaluate those kids. There will be evaluation uh, phases. So how, how do you choose the kids then? Do they come and they apply to you or do you pick them from schools or how does it work? As uh, the first phase, we targeted um, specific uh, centers in Sharjah. So it will be easier as a first phase 
because we know the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 90 over 90 uh, children participated in this initiative uh, from Sharjah children and uh, Sharjah youth, uh, Sajaya young ladies of Sharjah, Sharjah girls guide and Sharjah city of humanitarian services. Uh, we got all applicants from uh, those centers and from those 90 children, we will only use 20. It will be filtered according to criteria we will uh, choose in that personality or that character in the child. So um, as a second phase, it will be open to schools, uh, private and government sector. But at the first, we want to to test it and we want to um, to, to do it through Rabu'aqarn uh, organization and the centers um, under Her Highness Executive first. Do you know, I love this idea so much because oftentimes kids don't want to listen to their parents. They don't want to listen to the grown-ups telling them how to use social media. But when their friends tell them, then they will listen. And this is the way that you've planned it. Exactly. This is the goal of of that initiative. Is when a child talks to a child, they have their own language. Right. They will hear from each other. He will get the advice from that friend. But sometimes it is difficult to listen to a parent. Um, As I said, it's their language. Uh, we want them to use their la- language to educate themselves and to spread the word of uh, how important it is to uh, stay safe online. Yeah. Oh, gosh, this is vital. I'm I'm excited to see, you know, where this goes. You know, I hope that you update us on, on you know, how this develops, what the results of it are. Um, sure, we will have another uh, interview with that <laughs> because there will be a KPI that. as well. Uh, the result is very important. We just want to create an initiative without having the KPI and results. Of course. Results. So what are you hoping to get out of this particular initiative? Uh, we're hoping uh, to create, um, um, as I said, ambassadors. Those mm-hmm. ambassadors will be not only in Sharjah, across the UAE. Yeah. Uh, that will be the start of a new generation who is uh, strong and safe and well-educated using uh, the new techniques and the online it's vital it's vital um tell us a bit more about the we're back again with you know the child safety in in cars in in vehicles campaign um you've got a survey actually that you've just put together this is measuring the awareness about vehicle safety and cyber security in fact uh yeah, we're, we're doing surveys and research uh, in Sharjah. uh we create we uh, targeted around eleven thousand families for two different subjects uh the seat belts with the children and the online safety we mm-hmm. want to see what is the parents um, uh, b- background about those subjects what do they know what do they know how uh, do they feel about yes it? how do they react how what is the relation um, that, is he aware of what his child using uh, as an online games uh, is he always connected to the wi-fi where is the wi-fi device is it is it in his room or is it in the living room this will this all will give us an indicator to build our um, future programs and workshops and initiatives. We're looking forward to that. You know, this is so important. Doing that research and, and talking to parents uh, and asking those questions is vital. Is there something that you're hoping uh, to particularly see out of it? Any future plans that you can share with us uh, from the Child Protection Department? Uh, I hope um, that still it's not yet there, the results, but I hope... Um, we have positive results, mm. and even if it is a medium positive resu- result, we will start doing uh, initiatives based on on that to raise the awareness on the specific areas that we had 
as an outcomes of that surveys and that survey, the, the result will be shared with all entities uh, that is related to the child care and safety because it's important at the end to work all together in UAE. Uh, we can never work alone as an entity. We have to create that MOUs, agreements and uh, contact and communication with different child safety organizations in order to reach our goals and reach those children. children. Absolutely, absolutely. Just, Hanadi, from your perspective, how, how have you seen in the past eight years, since 2011, the first campaign happened, have you seen, you know, that change happening within the culture, within parents, within kids? Have you seen those changes through the campaigns? Yes, I do. I do see um, that, especially in news. I just uh, read from one school uh, that uh, there are two incidents where there were um, stu- students who were being lured by a stranger and they were, were like reacting in a very positive way where they immediately went to the administration of the school and they reported it. So which means they saw the video we did and uh, uh, the video uh, and experiment is very effective tool to reach the target audience of our own. And uh, we have to move on within the same path and expand in order to uh, achieve our um, goals. Well, all strength to you. Thank you so much, Hanadi Eliafei. What an absolute pleasure to have you. And we're really, really proud of the work that the Child Protection Department is doing. Remember that number, 800-700. You see something, make sure you say something. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.